This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 46, Complete What You Start. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. is unstoppable welcome to the show so happy to have you here for this episode this episode is all about how to complete what you start and it was inspired by some clients of mine recently i unlocked my life lovers 21 day challenge program for free when all this corona stuff kind of came out and all the crap hit the fan I unlocked my typically $97 course and gave it away for free. And I had about 200 women who jumped on that opportunity and went through that course and learned all the basic neuroscience-backed tools for success. And during that process of them learning those tools, I gave them some surprise Q&A calls where they could get on the phone with me and they would have about a 10, 15 minute hot seat for a few weeks and we would coach through either the tools in the course or different things they were experiencing in their life and helping them get through those things. And it was so interesting that one of those calls, I had a group of women who were basically getting coached on the same thing that night. And that was that they don't complete the things that they start. And they have all these goals and aspirations for their life. But for whatever reason, they just feel like they're stuck in this hamster wheel and they're getting a lot done every day, but they're not moving forward on the things that really matter most to them. Or they're just so busy and so chaotic. That's like, oh, I just like start all these things and I don't finish them. And I... I just really want to stop that way of living. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, myself included in this, with this quarantine period with corona, we've all had to slow down. And I know in my world, there have been some things I'm like, wow, we can really cut that from our lives. That's not really important. And I'm focusing more on things that are important, like you and me and making this podcast my business because, oh my goodness, This is so much more important than taking my daughter to a million activities, half of which she doesn't really like. So it's just been a really good wake-up call for a lot of people. And you may be on this boat, too, of, hey, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Time is going faster. You never know when our last day will be, not to sound morbid, but it's true. And so they're like, I really want to make my goals and dreams happen, but I have this ongoing pattern of not making things finished when I start them. And it's actually a really easy thing to fix. A lot of people I've experienced in my coaching practice, they have a lot of shame around this. But it's really just a couple of quick tweaks that you need to make, a little bit of awareness you need to gain about yourself. And then typically, 
you start completing what you start and it's pretty powerful. So I want to give you a couple of tips today and a couple of resources for you if you're on this boat, because again, it's it's pretty easy once you know these things. All right, my friend, there's no need to have shame in your game about this. It may just be that you haven't been set up for success. So we're going to fix that today. All right. Now, before we get into my tips, I do want to give a shout out to those who have left a review for the show. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I am extremely appreciative of everyone who goes on and leaves a review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference in regards to the rankings of the show. And it's been so fun because we've had a lot of new listeners come in in the past month or so. My numbers are increasing. I'm getting more on the charts all over the world from Spain to India to Australia, New Zealand. Goodness, there's been a couple others that have kind of blown me away, but they can't come to mind for some reason. And so I welcome you, and I'm so glad you're here. And if this episode or any other episode that you listen to gives you great nuggets of inspiration and wisdom, please share it either on social media or with a couple of friends of yours that you think it would be helpful for. I know it can be weird sometimes to share personal development stuff because some people can take it a little funky, but just put it out there and... I encourage you to be courageous in doing that because you never know who will be inspired by that. I can't tell you how many clients I get that say, actually, I found you through my friend, but she has no idea that I'm coaching with you. It's like, oh my gosh, we still got to break some stigma with this whole, you know, coaching mental health thing. Um, but But it's true. So you never know who you're inspiring. So please share it. I'd be so appreciative. Okay, so that's my quick shout out. Let's get back to getting into the tips of how to complete what you start. So as I said, this was inspired by a group of women that I had on a call recently, and it was just so funny to me because I gave them these tips, and it was like this weight lifted off their shoulders, and almost as if many of them wanted to cry because they felt like they had been dealing with this for so long, and that's what's so interesting about hiring a coach, be it me or somebody else, is that sometimes we just need somebody to give us a little bit of knowledge or see our lives in a different way or our minds in a different way, and all of a sudden, the problems we were dealing with day after day after day just kind of go away because somebody else knows how to solve them for you. So, so many times as ambitious women, we just think, I got this. I don't need any help. I know because I catch myself doing this all the time. And then when I do reach out for help, be it hired help or just asking for, you know, a little bit of help around the house or something of that sort, I always feel so much better when I do. And so, again, I just want to tell you, this stuff is so easy to fix. I'm so glad you're here. Let's talk about it, all right? Okay, so the first thing of why it happens, of why you're not completing what you start, is that you haven't found a deep enough why yet with a goal. So typically, someone will come to me and say, I really want to lose a certain amount of weight, but for whatever reason, I just can't get it done. Or I really want to start this business venture, but I'm just not getting it done. Or I really want to improve my confidence, but it's just not happening. And I'll say, okay, first off, the thing that we have to do is we have to make this a SMART goal. So we have to, in essence, get really specific on what it is that you're wanting. We have to make it measurable. What are we going to measure along the way? We have to have a timetable on it. We have to make it attractive to you. And we have to make it something that you can implement in your life. And 
the big thing here is people think they're making it attractive to them or they think they're getting specific enough and they're not. I can't tell you how much coaching I've done just around making a SMART goal. And a SMART goal is a concept that's out there everywhere. Even in the professional world, you'll go to a personal or professional development meeting. Everyone's talking about SMART goals, right? And yet nobody's really teaching them how to do them in a really good way where you're actually going to complete your goals. So what I do with my clients is I test them on their values. I also give them a values meditation where in essence what they're doing is they're pulling an old memory that was amazing for them. And from there, they are figuring out, okay, what values are tied to that? And as we coach longer in the process, we go deeper into that and we pull like their top 10 memories of their life and we see longer patterns of those values because those are the things that really light you up. Those are the things that make life amazing to you. They may not make life amazing to me or if they did make life amazing to me, it may be for completely different reasons than they do to you. And I'll give you an example here is I actually coached somebody I went to high school with who I was on a dance team with and one of our moments was the same thing. But her values tied to that was about achievement. And for me, it was totally different. It was about creativity and expression and feeling like I was present in the moment. And so it's just so interesting how, A, we're not taught this stuff of how to dig deeper with our goals and really find a deeper why and our values and tying it there. And two, how different yet similar we are in many ways, right? So that's why it's so important that we not just take generalized concepts and think, okay, this is a cookie cutter way to, you know, make our dreams and goals happen. Let me apply to my life. Everybody needs a little bit of customization, a little bit of individualization. And that's why working with a coach can be so powerful. This is actually one of my biggest gifts and strengths is I love customizing things to people. I love taking the research of things like a SMART goal or neuroscience research tools uh, that can work for the brain and then customizing it for somebody and saying, okay, based on you, this is how we need to tweak these things to make it really work for you. So let me kind of give you an example of how I've used this with a client so you can kind of understand what I'm meaning here. So recently a client came to me and said, I really want to improve my health and I know I want to improve my health. I even enjoy moving my body and doing certain workouts, but for whatever reason, I just can't stay consistent with it. And I, I don't know why. And so what we did is we pulled her values and I gave her that values meditation. And I said, okay, based off the memory you pulled in that meditation, what were some of the biggest values for you? And I forget the specifics of what her values were, But we started digging deeper, and I remember on the phone her having this moment of an aha moment, in essence, of, wow, this is what I really value about my health and moving my body. It's not just looking pretty. It was something deeper for her. Again, I can't remember what it is. But I remember thinking in that phone call of, once again, somebody didn't teach her how to pull her why and how to pull her values and tie it into something bigger and deeper for her. 
So I'll give you an example of my personal life, how this could work. If I was just making a smart goal around my business and saying, okay, I want to take my business from making this amount of money to making this amount of money, and I want to do it by this timeline. Okay, so there, I've gotten specific. I've said, I want this amount of money to this amount of money. I've made it measurable with the money. I've made a timetable. I've made it, I guess, attractive. I guess people, you know, want money. I like money, I guess. And I've made it something that I can implement in my life. Yeah, I guess so. But I will tell you, knowing who I am at this point, money does not really motivate me. What motivates me are my values. And my values are things like experience. I love getting to have amazing experiences, be it going on a great vacation, going to a concert, just being able to be present in my world around me. So that's why I value my mental health so much and hire coaches and do different programs and such. I also value creativity. And I love getting to express my creativity and seeing the money come in from that. That's what fires me up. I also value teaching. So I love getting behind the mic and teaching you or teaching somebody on a call. That lights me up. And then too, I value spirituality. So for me, coaching is a very spiritual experience. I'm tapping into what I consider my greatest self. And I feel like sometimes spirit is kind of moving through me. I know for some non-spiritual people, they're not into that. But for me, that's how I show up and, and how I'm the best coach. And I'm bringing out the best in other people. I'm teaching them how to use their God-given gifts and how to show up in their best life and things of that sort. And I'm giving them healing. Oh my goodness, that's such a spiritual experience for me. And so really the money is just a secondary gift of me getting to use my values. And so when I see more money coming in, I'm saying, wow, my creativity is working, my teaching skills are working, my ability to, you know, spiritually connect is working. And so then I get to feed in to my values even more with my spending of that new money coming in of, okay, well, now, you know, I get to up-level my business. Like right now, I'm redoing all the branding in my business. I'm about to re-record all my courses. And that's such a creative and teaching process for me. And two, it's a very spiritual one. I'm having to do a lot of self-care right now as I'm getting ready to re-record all these videos. And so that's what excites me. The money is just a measurement piece that kind of comes along with having to be this humanly being where we have to exchange money. So Again, that's what makes me show up for my goals. That's what makes me want to complete it because I have that deeper why. Now, we could go even deeper with this. And when I coach with somebody, a few months in, we get to a point where we're finding their life purpose and they're doing certain exercises to find what it is that they're here to do in the world. And we do that by building their puzzle of who they are and a values Peace is part of that, and we look at their strengths, and we look at their way of thinking, and their admiration, and all of these things, and it kind of slaps you in the face when you're starting to see this puzzle of who you are and the patterns of that, and say, wow, this is my life purpose. This is what I'm meant to do. And all of a sudden, you start showing up in life in a whole new way. You start making things happen. And when you're sitting down and and determining new goals for your life, because hopefully you're always going to be making new goals, you're going to be accomplishing them, then maybe sitting and resting in that for a moment, and then you're back at it making new goals, you're going to go back and say, how do these goals tie into my purpose? How are they going to, you know, 
allow me to use that purpose and use all my strengths and my values, my way of thinking and, and things of that sort. And so then you just become this person who's in massive action, just checking off the goals one by one by one by one, and they feel really good in the process. So when I'm getting on these podcasts or you see me on social media and I say, you can make goal setting and accomplishing so much easier and feeling good in the process, this is what I'm talking about. You're tying in your values, you're finding that deeper why, you may even find your life purpose so that everything you're doing, you're tying into the things that light you up to begin with. And so of course you're gonna show up and be motivated. You know, I actually recorded a podcast here recently called Master Your Motivation, and I had a guest on called Susan Fowler. I'll put a link in the show notes. I forget what the episode number was, but she talks about this. There's three factors for motivation, and one of it, or one of them, is connection and having this kind of deeper why with your goals. That's what's going to help you show up and make things happen. So the research backs me up on this, my friends. This is a way to make your dreams and goals happen. Now, that's a bigger one, I must admit. It's going to take you more time to kind of pull all those pieces. But two quick and easy ways that you can start to see why it is you may not be finishing what you start is just taking two assessments. The first one is called the Four Tendencies Assessment. It's actually from an author named Gretchen Rubin, and she has a podcast, I believe it's called The Happiness Project. And she came up with this concept of these tendencies. She was actually having lunch, I believe, with a friend. And her friend was saying, you know, I used to be a runner and I used to go out and run all the time and be on a running team. And now I wanna run, but I just can't make it happen. I don't know why this is. And her friend said, can you relate? And Gretchen was like, no, I can't relate at all. When I decide I'm going to do something, I just go and do it. And so it began this research project for her of just trying to decide why certain people can show up and make their goals happen and why certain people don't. And what she found is that there are four tendencies that we have. The four tendencies are upholder, questioner, rebel, and obliger. And obliger are what I encounter in a lot of women who come to me and say, I have these goals and dreams, but I'm not making it happen. Because obligers, they have to have external accountability to make their goals happen. And once I know this about somebody and once I teach it to them, they start rocking and rolling. And here's why. Because we build in external accountability. That's all they needed. So when we're coaching together, obviously they have external accountability with me, and then I have an ongoing community in which they can always get accountability with things, but then they learn, okay, if I'm not going to continue working with Lindsay forever and ever, then I need to find external accountability in other ways. So maybe I'm in a mastermind group or in a peer group with other people, or I'm in a running club if I'm wanting to go run. I can't just go on my own. You know, things of that sort. And Gretchen talks about in her Four Tendencies book, it's a really quick and easy read. I encourage you to get it. I'll I'll put a link in the show notes too for you to go purchase it if you want it. But she, she talks about in her book different ways obligers can find accountability. Like she mentioned somebody who um, I guess had like a scheduled post on their social media every morning that would be really embarrassing if it went live and they put their phone across the room every morning. And so when their alarm would go off, they had to get up and turn off the alarm 
in order to, um, I guess, dismantle this pre-scheduled post. And so that was accountability enough for them to get up and get moving, which sounds really harsh, right? But those are just ideas. Those are the way that obligers work. And so it's really important you know, A, that you may fall into that quadrant or whatever quadrant you fall into, and then B, know just how to set yourself up because of that. Now, you may not be an obliger. You may not need that external accountability. You will find out if you take that assessment. Again, I'll put the link in the show notes for the specific assessment. It only takes a few minutes and it's free to take, by the way. So you may get an upholder. An upholder is one that they get it done no matter what. If they set an internal goal for themselves or somebody externally sets a goal for them, they're just going to get it done. And Gretchen, the author, is the one who is an upholder. And so that's why she was like, what? People just can't get stuff done. I don't get it. So they're likely the ones not listening to this podcast. Then there's questioners. And questioners, when they internally set a goal for themselves, they get it done. But when somebody puts a goal on them, like a boss or a peer or society or whoever, they question it. And they have to ask a lot of questions and get a lot of information before they determine yes or no. And once they determine yes, then they're all in. And I'm a questioner. So I totally get where that's coming from. And then the other one is rebel. And rebels are people who, if you get an external goal to them, they're not going to do it. And if you give them, or if they give themselves an internal goal, they're likely not going to do it either. And so I've worked with a couple of rebels here and there in my coaching practice. And to be completely honest, it's really hard for me to get them motivated and to get things happen. Um, even, you know, will come to me and, and they'll say, okay, I want to lose the weight or I want to make the money or I want the confidence or I want this or whatever. And for whatever reason, we just can't seem to get it done. So if you fall in that rebel quadrant or whatever we want to call it, tendency, right? Um, just know that you still can get your goals and dreams done. It's not like you're given some kind of, you know, goal death sentence here. But it is, it's going to be a lot harder. And now that I've worked with enough rebels that I haven't been able to get from start to finish, um, I'm, I've am i adjusted a lot. You know, I'm learning here. I'm a coach and a, a student too, right? And so uh, this is why I give this assessment to my clients many times right when they walk through the door with me and they sign on. Because if they are a rebel, then I know we've got to do a lot more of that purpose work. We've got to do a lot more of that why work to really get a solid foundation to get them showing up. The other thing with rebels is I'm going to have to do a lot of belief work with them, healing a lot of things before I can get them really into action. So I'm not saying, again, it's a gold dissonance. I just know it's going to be a harder game and it's going to be a harder game for you, too. Okay, go take that assessment. So easy to take so much knowledge. And if you do take it and you find out what it is, go to my online community and tell me I would love to hear about it. To join, you can just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash community and Lindsay spelled L-I-N-D-S-A-Y and then E and then Preston, P-R-E-S-T-O-N.com forward slash community. Link in show notes as always. But go in there and tell me, hey, Lindsay, I took the four tendencies assessment. Here's what I am. And, you know, let's start the conversation with that. And you can even tell me maybe a goal you're working on and we can kind of brainstorm on ways for you to ensure that you get that done. Okay. 
Now, we've talked about two different things you need in order to complete what you start. We talked about the values piece. We talked about the tendency piece, which is really just figuring out what your accountability style is and how to get that. The third thing that I want to kind of throw into your awareness is maybe you have some strengths that just have a learning process of not completing things. And there are a couple strengths that are like this. And when I say strengths, I'm talking particularly about the Clifton Strengths Assessment. So if you follow me for a while, you know that this is hands down my absolute favorite personality assessment on the market. And the reason why is because you're going to get specific results to you. So, you know, I just mentioned the four tendencies. You're going to get one of four tendencies, right? Well, with the strengths, you're going to get a combination of at least five strengths that are one in 33 million. So they're very specific to who you are. And that gives me a better idea of who you are. And if we were to look at even more, like your top 10 to 15 strengths, man, that gives me a really good picture of who you are and what's going on behind the scenes in your mind, particularly in your unconscious mind, because our strengths are just natural patterns of behavior. And so we don't even think about these things that we're doing them. And so for some people, they just have these strengths where they learn through action or they learn through ideas or they learn through taking in a ton of content and they need that as part of their process to get things done. But yet they judge themselves on the things they don't get done, even if they are getting some other things done. Okay, so let me give you a taste of what this means. So I mentioned a strength called activator, or maybe I didn't, <laughs> but there is a strength called activator. And activator is all about learning through action and getting started with things. And that's what they're really good at. And I actually have this strength. It's my number five strength. So it's very strong in me. And I used to be that person. Like I would start a lot of things at one time. For example, when I started my coaching business six years ago, I actually started an event planning business at the same time. I also, a few years prior to that, had a dance studio business. I also had a career in human resources. This is all in the span of just a few years that I was doing that. And it wasn't until after I started my coaching business and my event business, and I had, of course, closed my dance studio, left HR. At this point, I'm only like, gosh, 29 years old. So I've, I've lived a, a big career at that point. Um, and I discovered this activator strength in me. I started learning about it, doing a lot of trainings on it. And I realized that I needed just getting into action as part of my goal process. And two, I realized Hmm. now knowing that I, I'm really good at starting things, I need to kind of slow down my role a little bit and think through things before I actually start them. Because if I had kind of slowed down a little bit, I wouldn't have started the event planning business. And it ended up closing just a few months after I had started it. And um, a lot of that was because of the awareness I gained from my Clifton Strengths. But yeah, it, it, it just opened my eyes to, okay, A, this is something that is just part of my learning process in some ways, but also that I need to kind of slow down because I'm really good at getting started, but sometimes I just need to think things a little bit through more before I start. And so just knowing that about myself has allowed me to not start so many things. And two, it's allowed me to realize that 
sometimes when I do start things and I don't finish them, not to judge myself because that's just part of my learning process. Okay. Now there are some other strengths that I mentioned in there that if you have them, you're likely going to start and not complete. One of which is called ideation. And so these people are really good at coming up with ideas. My daughter, I believe has a strength. My mom has a strength. My daughter's father has a strength. So I see this in my daily life. I have had many clients with a strength. And again, they all come to me and say, well, I have all these ideas, but I don't ever follow through. I don't ever get it done. And I say, well, that's just ideation and overdrive. And that's just part of your process. Part of the process is you come up with a lot of ideas. You know, this is going to sound maybe grotesque to some of you, but it's kind of like sperm. There are millions and billions of sperm out there in a man. And likely only a few of them get to hatch and become a baby, right? You know, I joke with my husband all the time because he only has one child, which is our son, and we're done. We're like, we're not having any more kids. And I was like, out of all of in your entire life, you know, you had all these billions, trillions, whatever amount of sperm, and just one, just one got to go and become a human baby out of that. You know, what a lucky little sperm, right? Well, it's kind of the same with someone with ideation. They have all these ideas, but just a couple of them go and hatch. And so once they know that about themselves, again, they stop with the judgment and two, they start thinking through things a little bit more. And they may realize that they have a strength like ideation and they need to partner with somebody who's going to help them implement their ideation. And so we start to look at that in a deeper way and say, okay, well, since you don't have any executing strengths, but you have a lot of thinking strengths, you really need somebody in your life who's going to help you execute, be it a coach or, you know, just people you partner with in your life to help you get into action and have some boundaries with you on certain things. So it's just really great awareness to have about yourself of how you work in a unique way. Now, there are a couple of other strengths where I mentioned you just need to learn a lot before you implement. I actually had a coaching call with a client, oh gosh, a few weeks ago, where we got on the phone and I had coached with her, and this was just a maintenance session, and she said, Lindsay, I just don't, um, I learn about all these things and I don't, you know, I don't act on any of them. And I said, first off, we coached together for like seven months and you got a crap ton of stuff done. So are you sure this is true about yourself? She's like, well, but I'm taking these courses now and I'm learning about other new things and I'm just not implementing them. I was like, okay. So we kind of like dug a little deeper and we realized a couple of things, things that I'm teaching you here on this podcast. She just needed a deeper why about things. But the other thing was that she has a lot of learning strengths. So she has learner input Gosh, she has a couple others, but they're they're the considered the thinking strengths. Um, and so I just kind of re-explained to her because we have to learn about ourselves a couple of times, you know, get the message a couple of times before it sticks. I just told her, I was like, part of your learning process is just taking in a lot of content. And then again, it's just some things move forward in the funnel and some things don't. Some things just kind of stay stuck. Just because you're not moving with forward with everything you're learning about doesn't mean you're failing. It doesn't mean you're not completing. It's just part of the process. And that's okay. You know, for, for whatever reason, I'm thinking about the sales process in my mind. And, you know, we talk about different buckets when we're talking about sales. And, you know, obviously the biggest bucket is when people come in the door and they find out about me. And then from there, some of them kind of move on to the next bucket of maybe buying a lower end course of mine. And then some people go to the next bucket and buy, you know, six months of coaching with me and so on and so forth. And 
if I were to say, oh my gosh, not every single person is moving forward. I'm such a failure. Oh my gosh, I would be missing out on so many beautiful things from the clients who are moving forward versus focusing on the things that just just wasn't a good fit. It needed to die to begin with. So maybe that's you. Maybe you're just somebody who needs that as a part of your process. But two, if you're not getting any of your goals and your dreams happening, you just feel like you're on that hamster wheel, like a lot of my clients the other week told me they feel, and a lot of women tell me they feel in their everyday life, and I'm raising my hand, I used to be there too, then these are the things that are going to start changing the game for you. So taking, again, that Clifton Strengths assessment, seeing what your strengths are, and starting to understand them. I actually have a course called Solidify Your Strengths, and it teaches you how to take your Clifton Strengths assessment results and understand your strengths in a deeper way. And it's a very easy course to go through. It only takes about five hours of your time to learn about your strengths. I always tell everybody, you know, you can pull at least one hour from your week to go through this course, and it'll only take you five weeks to do that. And I bet you money, you have more than an hour a week. But if that's minimally what you have, you're going to learn so much about yourself. You're also going to get lifetime access to that content to go back anytime. I'm going to teach you so much about yourself, like why you have certain spending habits based on those strengths, what are the best work environments, who you need to be partnering with in your life to get you moving and grooving or getting you kind of balanced in that strength. And then two, I'm going to give you some different opportunities for you to understand how your strengths work together, how they can be best friends, how they can kind of be at each other's throats at certain times, how you can apply your strengths in your marriage, how you can apply (laughs) your strengths with your kids. So much goodness in that course. It's only $197 to go and get that course. So it's a steal of a deal. Just go to solidifyyourstrengths.com and you can sign up right away, get that content immediately and start getting into immediate action with that. So that is an amazing resource for you. But I gave you two other free resources here. I gave you the four tendencies assessment to go take. And I said, hey, just start looking at your why. Go deeper with your goals. So, so important to do all of these things. Now, I love putting together all of the stuff for my clients, getting into all the deep stuff, having them, you know, getting handhelds as we walk through this coaching process. So if you're just somebody who's like, listen, Lindsay, I want the strengths course, but I want it all. Like I'm, I don't want to mess around anymore. I want to get crap done in my life. Then the fastest way to start making your goals and dreams happen is to hire me. And we're going to work together for six months. And we're going to sit down, we're going to make some goals together, and we are going to make those goals happen in six months. And I'm very honest with you at the start of it, if we can make those goals happen. And most times, people come to me, and they're actually shooting too low. And they say, can we really do this in six months? And I'm like, yeah, we can do it in three. And then after three months, I'm like, okay, what are we going to do next? And they're like, oh my god, this is incredible. You know, you've heard some of the coaching stories on this podcast of people who say, you know, that was just months ago that I felt this way or that I couldn't do X, Y, Z, and now I'm doing it. So sometimes we just need that extra help to get us moving and grooving. Every time I've had a coach in my life, it has been a game changer for me. In fact, this has been the year for me that's really solidified just how powerful coaching is. And I've made a commitment to myself that I'm always going to have some sort of coach in my life. 
This year, it's been that I've rehired my very first life coach again, and we do maintenance sessions every month. I also had a marriage coach for a little bit to kind of get me unstuck in certain ways in my marriage, which was so helpful. Oh my goodness, that was so helpful. I've actually hired a business coach right now, and already we're breaking through so many barriers. And it's always paying me back in the investment. A lot of people, they think, well, the money, the money. It's like, dude, we are going to make that money back times a freaking hundred because you're going to be a different person. You're looking at life right now from the person you are. If you end up as the same person you are right now in three months and certainly in six months and then from there a year and so on, then I didn't do my job. And I am definitely going to show up and do my job for you. So just really start thinking about it. I know for me with all this corona stuff that's been coming out, it's just made me think a lot more about one day I'm not going to be here anymore. And although I have a really great life and if God forbid tomorrow is my last day, I know that I've lived my life in a really full way, especially these past three years because of coaching. But it's made me step up my game and say, hey, it's time for more people to know about my business. Hey, it's more important for me to show up with my kids in a certain way. I'm not effing around anymore. And maybe you're feeling that way too. So if you are, just know I'd love to help you. And really the first step right now to figuring out if we're a good fit to work together and get us on a consult so we can talk more about you and your goals and your dreams is to just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E-Preston.com forward slash assessment. It'll take you a few minutes to take that assessment. And then from there, if you're approved, you'll get on my calendar and we'll have a free discovery call where we're just kind of talking through everything. So from there, if you just want to go straight there, you don't want to mess with the assessments right now, then let's just go to the consult and let's get this moving and grooving because in the coaching process, we'll cover all of this stuff in detail and so, so much more. And we're going to make your goals and dreams happen. So I'd love to help you. That's my little pitch for the day. I promise I don't pitch on every episode, but I'm just feeling really passionate and I'm tired of hearing women who say they're not getting their goals and dreams happening. We need more women in the world showing up. I know for me, my biggest why is not only being able to live at my highest self, but just show my daughter what it is to be a woman who is empowered and living in her power and living in her gifts and getting stuff done. I want her to see that firsthand. So whatever your why is, let's make it happen, my friend. Let's get those goals going. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope it helps you and I can't wait to see you back here again soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, 
Remember, my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.